I'm not going to turn the video on because I don't want... You're just going to be looking straight up at me while my phone sits in the uh, cup holder. That's fine. Which uh, is stupid. No, well, welcome to what happened to us. And we're on a road trip, or at least Nate's on road a road trip. trip. Road trip. And I'm uh, uh, sitting at my desk, and Nate is uh, driving uh, to the city. I am pulling away from a pizza spot at the University of Missouri. Oh, okay. Uh, and I ate it very fast to make it to this recording, so I just burned the shit out of my mouth. So oh, if I fun. start, if, if it sounds like I have a speech impediment, then there you go. There, there we have our cause of, so. I'm doing quite a college tour today. I started in Lawrence, Kansas. That's where I've been all week. Right. Uh, home of the University of Kansas. Okay. Then I uh, stopped where my mom went to school at Central Missouri State. Okay. Which is in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it's actually now the University of Central Missouri, and now I'm at the University of Missouri, which are all within a couple hours of each other on the way home. Oh. It's, it's been a great college tour. For no apparent uh, reason? They were all on the drive. Well, no, the, the Central Missouri State was not on the drive. I just thought I'd make the trek because I've never been there before, and she's always talked about it. And it was in the middle of nowhere, as expected. Like most colleges, to be honest with you. Uh, no, this one was especially in the middle of nowhere. Oh. Yeah, it's, uh, you know. No, so, I'm not. You no. Know. My sister went it, to schools in Western Mass. I understand the... Ah, uh, uh, yes, 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 yes. And I don't, re- I, off the top of my head, don't recall where the, um, the, the women's prep school you went to, where that was located. Uh, that was right. about 20 minutes north of Providence, 45 minutes south of Boston. Still in the middle of nowhere, but... Uh, we had one bar in town, so if that, uh, we just had, uh, the New England, at the time it was called Great Woods, by the time I left it was called the Tweeter Center, but Great Woods is kind of like the, the, the bowl in LA here, so it's an outdoor amphitheater. Oh, okay. Uh, I saw, what, what did I see? I saw Lollapalooza there years ago. Nice, nice. Uh, when Lollapalooza actually traveled. So. Uh, oh yeah, now it's just a it's well it's Chicago. been that way for for a while the standalone I suppose yeah it's been doing um, it for like the last five years six years I think I mean uh, Sam and Sam and I our college was kind of out of the way you know yeah, little, super... little little bit almost like a hole in the wall type school you yeah know? well your college stadium was out of the way <laughs> quite a bit actually it occurred to me uh, my high school also has an off campus uh, stadium that's it's like a five-minute drive. It's not the same as UCLA to Pasadena mm. for Rose Bowl. But it occurred to me that that's kind of my thing, going to schools where our football stadium was a ways away. That makes sense. It adds up, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Well, the high school wasn't a choice. I didn't actually actively choose to go there. Uh, anyway, how are you? How was your, how's your week been? Uh, week has been somewhat stressful, but that's... Uh... For news at another date, probably next week or the week after, when uh, things okay. have lined up a bit better. But okay. you know, fair, there's there's fair. things moving, so life is moving. It's going to be a little chaotic coming up, but you know, it's all in the good, shall I say? So, I am currently driving past. Sorry, I mean, I would, no, uh, no, no, just driving past Frederick Douglass High School. Oh. Uh, so the University of Missouri is in Columbia, Missouri, kind of in the middle of the state. Not exactly the middle of nowhere because it's right off the highway, but not a big place. Great college town. Right. I, re- I really kind of regret. Um, I haven't discussed this at length, I believe. I, I regret not going to like a 
you know, like a fun Midwest, not even to say Midwest, just a, like a college town school. Mm. You know, you going to Westwood in LA, that's not a college town. Uh, but I've spent, you know, like I said, I spent all week in Lawrence, Kansas, and now I'm in Columbia, Missouri, two great college towns. In fact, I would put Lawrence, Kansas up there with any college town. What do, what do they say? Like the best college town is like Madison, Wisconsin is like up there. Madison, Madison's up there. Bloomington in Indiana, where the university of Indiana is, uh, right. Boulder, Boulder. Mm. I hear is fantastic. Colorado. It's like right outside Denver. Um, the, the Madison and Texas, you know, Texas, the University of Texas is in Austin. Right. Uh, those are borderline. I, are those really college towns? Because, I mean, they're both the capitals, but they're all like Austin's not just known for the University of Texas. Austin's known as being like a cool place to go. I think, yes. I think it's like kind of like how Tennessee is not like I think the the the, the universities kind of bring another element to the town. I don't yeah. I think that's always a bad thing. It's not. Like, but I think once school's out, Austin doesn't completely die off. Kind of like with yes, with uh, yes, it, there are towns where it's like, oh, when college is out, it's like ghost town. That's where this uh, Lawrence, Kansas, uh, which is uh, famous, obviously for the university, but also famous with I don't know if you're uh, if you how good you are with your U.S. Civil War history, but there was a famous not battle, it was more of a massacre. Oh. Called Quant- Quantrill's Way- Raid. It was like a um, Quantrill's, I think they were called the, the Rough, uh, what were they called? Um, it was a like a Confederate guerrilla army mm-hmm. like, like that fought in the in Missouri, Kansas. It was called the Border War. That's, have you ever heard the term Bloody Kansas? That's where it came from. Like the, it was the, the Union forces on the, the Kansas side, Confederate forces on the Missouri side, but they were like just small outfits. It was not a full army, and it was all guerrilla warfare where they'd cross the border, kill some people, and then sneak back. And Lawrence, Kansas is the site of the most famous one where Confederates led by uh, Colonel, I forget his first name, Quantrill, snuck across the border, burned the entire city of Lawrence to the ground, and killed 200 people. Oh, It's quite a famous raid. Uh, they're still bitter about it. So that's the entire, um, rivalry of University of Missouri and University of Kansas. It's one of the oldest rivalries of all of, in all of, uh, college mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's always known as the border war. And that is why, because it goes all the way back to the civil war where the two States despise each other. Hey. And, and unfortunately the be it's hard to, to defend the Missouri side of this thing because we were the bad guys. So we were the we were the pro slavery guys. The Kansas were like the good guys. So it's hard to hard to defend it. Yeah. Um I get it. But you know, you know. Do what you history's, can history's history's full of that shit. But anyway, it's been it's been real. Uh, yesterday I uh Kansas City, I'm sure as you've heard, is famous for barbecue. Mm-hmm. Like Casey Masterpiece. I don't know if you remember that. Um I had yesterday, I went to a barbecue place and had the single greatest sandwich of my life. Well, that's, that's always a good touch of something like where you had like the best sandwich you've had that you can recall. Yeah. The, uh, no, I don't even think this is recency bias. I believe that this was the greatest sandwich I've ever had. In my life. Okay. Now I'm jealous. That's just unfair. This um, is just so, in my face. Yeah. Yeah. It. Well, did we have Man, the, the, bar- oh, the barbecue place is called? Oh, go ahead. The barbecue place is called. 
as all great barbecue spots, um, anywhere that you'll go, like Texas, Midwest, anywhere, mm-hmm. uh, it is a gas station. Oh. Like, okay. that's how you know it's good stuff when you're re- the restaurant you're going to is a literal gas station. I didn't, I never really thought of it that, like that. That is, that is actually how Kentucky Fried Chicken started. Colonel Sanders made his first spot, his, he, the first spot he uh, posted, posted up to cook his chicken was a gas station. And you would know this. It's got, it, I, well, this was my, my grandparents' restaurant was after this. Like, he right. had not actually quite made it yeah. to the, that next but level. But the, the, the reasoning behind it. Okay, the reasoning behind it was? Yeah, the reasoning for it's kind of genius. We are not there. Okay. These, these are places that are like in the middle of nowhere. Right. Like, you're not, you know, you're, you're not pulling up to a gas station in the middle of a big city, because, and there's food there, but if you're on the highway in the middle of nowhere, and there's fried chicken being sold at said gas station when mm. you need gas, you're, you're going to go there. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm not even a barbecue guy, but this 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 was something special. You kind of have to hit up a barbecue here and there. You know, it's kind of like a makes sense. Yeah. Um exactly. Ex- true words have never been spoken. I honestly could not tell you if anything has happened in the news in the last 5 days because I've pretty much not been on my phone or any which is remarkable for me that's pretty impressive uh, I, I know we got some yeah, messages I, here and there we had a uh i i well, okay what oh there was an interesting tweet or i uh, i guess instagram post by jack white that happened the other day oh i saw that i did well i saw that because you mentioned you I didn't mentioned. even text you didn't even text me like uh the, the context you just no. You just messaged. Did you see the white Jack White thing? I believe my response was no. What? And, and then I I took you know I took the effort to actually look it up. Um, and you know what? Go Jack White. I'm I'm Team Jack White on this one. I, as a, as am I. And if those who don't know who've been underneath a rock much like Nate for the past uh, several couple days, uh, Jack White tweeted a message that. Um, he is uh, not happy with celebrities who are normalizing the former Cheeto in chief. And, well, yes, yes. And they are dead to him essentially, which you know that would include any name names. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, but the, to to be fair, like it was at the uh, the UFC event last last weekend in Vegas. Yeah. And the, the there's all kinds of photographic proof. Like these these celebrities were actively trying to get photos with Trump, so they weren't hiding. He wasn't calling them out like like there was some secretive thing. No. He was like, and in fact, I, Jack White wasn't there. That's how he knew about it was the photos, probably. Yeah. No, that's exactly um, how he did. He's like, I'm done with uh, the Mark Wahlbergs, the Flavor Town. Guy Fieri. Oh, Guy, yeah, honestly, Guy Fieri kind of Mark Wahlberg, not surprising. I no. mean, uh, I don't recall who all the photos were. Dana White was Dana White walked out with Trump, but Dana yeah, White's that's, famously that's, he's been at the White House. Dana White is notoriously he's MAGA. Um, you had Guy Fieri, which was a I don't know if it's a surprise or not. Um, then you had Joe Rogan, which is that's I was just a, simple. The, no, not not even close to a surprise. In fact, if you would have told me, uh, not even okay, if you if you said a UFC event, mm-hmm. you would assume Dana White and Joe Rogan. Yeah. But if you were just telling me that 
that Donald Trump was was taking photos at an event. Joe Rogan and uh, Dana White. Two that he would obviously be. That's... Mark Wahlberg, not. Yeah, yeah. Mark Wahlberg, not as huge a surprise because you know he's he's odd. he's problematic on a lot of levels. Yeah. Uh, but the guy Guy Fieri kind of caught me off guard because he Guy Fieri is actually quite progressive. I don't know his exact politics, but he's quite progressive. Mm. Um, so that one kind of caught me off guard, guard a little bit. Yeah. And then Mel Gibson, which is the, but, you know, no shocker it, to anyone. Oh, yeah. No, that's, I mean, the yeah. Mel Gibson of the uh, Holocaust isn't real Mel Gibson. Well, his dad was the Holocaust isn't real guy, but you got to assume some of his dad's uh, ideas were, uh, you know. Passed out. Passed out. Passed yeah. out, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't even, like, yeah, no, I'm Team Jack White. I totally agree. Yeah, no, no. It's just an interesting I'd, thing that popped up to that, that the other day where I'm just like, oh, okay. And I think people are just like, and I, I agree with the fact that he's like, we can't normalize what happened. And fully agree with no. that. It's like, you know, just saying that we're going to do this because we're going to do this. And it's, it is what it is. It's like, no, no, no more, no more, no more of normalizing any of this. This is all <laughs> kinds of wrong. So yes, let's yeah. move on with ourselves. And, um, you know, the, the guys, here's the thing. I'm like, and I, we try and avoid these conversations because, you know, the trials are yet to be They're They're happening. His indictments are happening. Um, more is coming, point. more is coming. And yeah, the, the problem though is that we're getting to the point where like his 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 only defense right now is that he's delay it as long as he can, so he can get whole, elected again. And yeah, then he can, yeah, his whole, and then he'll just pardon himself. Yeah, but he can't uh, pardon that, himself from that, state level. That's the thing. No, that is true. That is true. But if he if he's reelected, he can. I mean, he can't really do a lot to affect state charges, but he'll do whatever he can if he's in power. Now that he's not in power, there's not anything he can do. No, instead of having uh, like pure panic attacks about all of it so it's like yeah um my my point is is like everything that's going on right now there at many levels of you know you're hearing about these hearings and you hear about the I, i'm sure you heard about uh you know how they had the the hunter biden guy and how the biden oh, Prime yeah. family. i saw I saw something about that. And how, well, you know what? It, it's crazy. I mean, now I, I think Hunter Biden's totally unelectable. I'm so glad he's not going to be running for, for president. Shocking. That's wild. Yeah. And then, yeah, the, you know, Chinese spy. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. who's breaking arms deals with Iran? And I'm like, the Iran arms deal. And I'm like, what is happening? And they're like, this and is he, um, a, oh, what are they, a trustworthy, you know, uh, informant and things like that. It's like... They're trying to give him immunity after breaking the law. It's just like it's just an awe-inspiring thing that people are willing to die on. Then you have um, the likes of Tommy Tuberville saying that white nationalists aren't racist. So terrible football and a terrible football coach. Turns out, yeah. Did he ever win anything? Mm, uh, nothing of note. Uh, he was the was he at Auburn or yeah Auburn. He was the Auburn coach. He was, I believe, he was at Texas Tech. Never really did much, no. No, he's. I mean, he was a big name, but I don't recall him ever winning anything. I, yeah, and but that, but as not not surprising, that's what got him elected. Oh, absolutely, uh, sen- senator of the state of Alabama is that football coaches are very 
highly revered, even when they're mediocre coaches. He was um, he started off Ole Miss, then it was Auburn, Texas Tech, Cincinnati was his uh, final hoorah. So pretty much the half the SEC. Yeah. He was, uh, Elected in 2020. Uh, uh, an idiot, an idiot. Yeah, uh, so like he, he famously, uh, when he was running, uh, could not name the three. Common mistake, but he thought the three branches of government were uh, the executive, the Senate, and the House. He thought were three separate branches. He seemed to have forgotten about the the Supreme Court, yeah, which, to be honest, I wish we all could. Oh, that is that uh... would be wonderful if we could. That has gone horribly wrong, too. That yeah. There's even more corruption coming out every day on that one. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, that's like, that. How are these people? Like, obviously, they have no checks, so it doesn't matter. No. Um, well, they, yeah, they, they're supposed to. Yeah. But, uh, they're nope. supposed to be ethically normal humans as well, but obviously not the case. So it's no. like the whole joke about... Uh, Kavanaugh was like, what happened to his two hundred, like his million dollars worth of debt or whatever he had? It was all gone by the time yeah. he took took office. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Or it was, it was either a million or two hundred fifty thousand, whatever it was. It was a lot of money that just it was it was hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, it was that, I know that. Yeah, and um, and yes. So meanwhile, the on the other and it's gotten to the point now where on the other side, it's like. And you want yes, you want people you want people to be ethical and follow the rules. But at this point, it's like, well, now, you, now if you follow the rules, you're just gonna you're yeah it, you're, you're you're losing. Like you know, like famously the um, like the the uh, oh god, why am I drawing a blank? Jimmy Carter. Mm. You know the whole the whole Jimmy Carter giving up his farm thing because oh. of uh, yeah, because the, of the oh. because of the ethics of of you know. He was a peanut farmer. A small-time peanut farmer. A small peanut farmer, absolutely. But he gave up his farm when he became president or when he ran for president because of the potential for corruption of, you know, of him somehow, you know, Oh, and the Republicans made a big stink about it. It was a a massive deal back then. That's what I do remember. And it's not even remember what I'm reading in the history books. And the yeah. fact that the Democrats didn't give two blind or two bits of, you know, whatever about Trump. Like, the funny thing about Trump, and this is what I, I find hilarious, is, like, had he sold everything, right, he would mm-hmm. have made more money off the interests of that during the four years that he was in office than he did make while um, being in office and using it to siphon money off of, you know, everything, supposedly. So, you know, it's like one of those things is, like, He's still a bad businessman, no matter how. Oh, you terrible! Look at it. He's terrible. Like he would have made more money had he not touched any of his money. That's the. Funny the thing. I mean, what was it? Was it five times his his companies have declared bankruptcy? I think. I think at it's least, five. At least five times. Uh, which you know, his defenders will always be like, "Well, you know, he's just skirted." You know, a lot of people declare he didn't personally. He never personally declared bankruptcy. He, he, so his defenders are like, well, companies do that all the time. It's, you know, to skirt the rules and such. And it's like, not a lot of them declare bankruptcy five times. That's usually the sign of a bad, bad business person. Uh, it, I think it's six times. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's and, and that's, looking and at that's not even, That doesn't even include all just the failed businesses. Like, not all, not all of them declared bankruptcy. A lot of them just failed completely. Okay, so we had uh, 1991, we had the Taj Mahal. 
92 yeah. was uh, Trump Castle Hotel and Casino. And you, I mean, you have to realize how hard it is to bankrupt a casino. Uh, we're on, that's, that, that's one. That, that's an ATM. Like, you, you are a bank at that point. It's, it's impossible to lose money as a casino, but he managed to do it multiple times. Trump Plaza Casino was the third in 92. Yeah. Trump Plaza Hotel in, uh, is the fourth. Trump Hotel and Casino Resort in 04. Um, then we have uh, Trump Entertainment Resorts, whatever the heck that was. And, oh, that's five. Oh. So the, yeah, and then, then the other failed ones. You know, famously, Vodka, Trump. Water. Trump, Trump Airlines, Airlines failed miserably. Trump Steaks failed yeah. miserably, like the food, steaks. Uh, yeah, he had his own Trump Water. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he was like gifted everything anyway. So it's like, to me, I just sit there and I'm just like, anyone who's like, oh, he's a great businessman, just get off your, no. No. It's, and then we had like, what was the rulings from uh, the, set, uh, the the Supreme Court was uh, no more uh, um, affirmative action is gone now. Uh, yeah. Which is interesting. So if they're going to get rid of that, it's time to get rid of the legacy programs in college. Then, yeah, that's, that's that, the case. Affirmative action, like a lot of the people, you know, who are more experts on the matter have come out and said, like, schools really like state schools, especially in California, have not used affirmative action in a long time. Mm. Like this is not a thing. But no. it, so it's it's kind of more symbolic than anything else. But legacy. Yeah. Legacy is a problem. Like the, all the all the idiot rich people that are getting into Harvard and Yale and Stanford because of their parents. Yeah, uh, that that's the big problem. And I find it funny because Clarence Thomas was uh, a uh, benefit benefactor of that. Sure. Oh well, that, yeah. I mean that shithead. Like he's also going out. He's trying. He's basically people. He hasn't officially done it, but everybody's like can see that he's going against. I forget the name of the the case that was the interracial marriage that legalized interracial oh, for, marriage. Uh, oh. It's like Oberfell or something. Was that? Is that? I, I get him confused. Like you know those cases like gay marriage and, and interracial marriage and all those. They they go by the names of whatever that case was. Kind of like just like Roe v. Wade. Right. Um, but like uh, I, loving I, whichever, versus Virginia. Okay. Yeah, and like he's he's you could set you can already see the wheels are spinning that he's going against that, which you know he's in an interracial marriage. Well, um, they ruled on a case that didn't actually have a case. Oh yeah, yeah, it was made up. Yeah, yeah. So the the the, the, the gay marriage. The, it was ba- it was like an extension. Oh, you mean the one the one recently, right? Yeah, the one, the one recently, that was basically yeah. an extension of the uh, cooking baker cooking a gay cake. This this one was uh, a web designer like creating a web like a page for a gay wedding. I think mm. I don't recall the exact specifics, but yeah, it was entirely hypothetical. Like the woman who brought the case, it never actually happened. Uh, and it, and it's, if people are saying like, "Oh, you're gonna you're trying hypothetical things now," that's wonderful. That makes a whole lot of and. The thing that's annoying, it used to be a big deal to get your case to the Supreme Court. That was you had to go through the entire judicial system like you had to go through lower courts, appeals courts, and it made its way to the Supreme Court. Hmm. I feel like now all of the the right wing things are going straight to the Supreme Court. Like it's like they're going they're they're, they're jumping past every single step, just going straight to the Supreme Court. And I feel like that's what not something that should happen. Yeah, probably. 
Um, yeah. So anyway, the world's going to hell. Uh, but but on, on on a lighter note, are, are you excited? You know, I I I, I saw that in, uh, just you know movies. Uh, I sorry, I, I've been I've been too busy. I I can't I couldn't do this week's box oh, office. No, I would, my my, I my apologies. No. But you know, just movies in general. I saw that. Um, uh, Indiana Jones took a took a nosedive again. Yeah, that uh, lost. Well, to, not a, uh, yeah, it's, I, I, it lost to what? It was that Insidious yeah. or something like the horror movie. Um, and then it's gonna get killed this weekend uh, or next. Is it this weekend or next weekend? That's Barbie and Oppenheimer. Oh th- no, this weekend's Mission Impossible, right? And then next weekend's Barbie and Oppenheimer. Is that right? Yes. Um, yeah. So Indiana Jones is disappearing. Um, I've seen this, uh, the, the, this like challenge, I guess, it's not a challenge so much as a trend that like folks are going to, are like, uh, Barbenheimer mm. where people are going to see Barbie and Oppenheimer in the same day. Like, that's like a thing that people are doing, uh, which I guess is fun. Uh, I have not heard I've been, and, and I've, I've, I don't know anybody who's actually doing it, but I'm very curious what their reasoning on like, which one you're, what is the order there? If you're seeing Barbie and Oppenheimer in the same day, which order are you watching them in? Because uh, I feel like the, I feel like it's really going to shape your day. Do you start with the lighthearted and end with the super dark, or do you go the other way? Ooh, that's a good question. I say you start off with the super dark and you go to Barbie. I that's my reasoning. I, I would I would feel the same way. Uh, so. but you know, to each their own. Yes. So let's. Uh, Let's see. I am doing the domestic box office. I have a list here. Okay. Of uh, 1990. Okay. Uh, July 13th through the 15th of 1990. Number one. Excellent. Number one. Might be a shocker for you. In July. Die Hard 2. Mm. Um, that's fantastic. Um. Also, you know, all the diehards came out in the summer, which is not, which is another reason why people who are anti diehard as a Christmas movie is that it came out in July. Um, But I am, I am definitely in the minority of, of, I mean, I might be one of 10 who actually thinks diehard two is better than diehard one. It's a, it's a, it's not a popular theory. No, I I just, I just enjoy that movie thoroughly. I say so do I. I think it's a great one, but it's like I could see why, yeah, like people would uh, want to want to burn you down for that idea. And I, I even got a, I even got a retweet uh, on uh, for saying as much on uh, Twitter from um, William Sadler himself, who plays Colonel Stewart, the main villain in Die Hard Two. Because I gave him a shout out. He wasn't just searching for Die Uh, Hard. I, I tagged him and gave him a shout out because he's, you know, he's an all time great. Back yeah, you know, he's yeah. he's well, he's Colonel Stewart in in Die Hard Two. Uh, more famously, he plays Death in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey right. and Bill and Ted Face the Music. Also, was great in Shawshank Redemption. Was not a villain, but he was great in Shawshank Redemption. Just a fantastic all around actor. Hmm. And he, I was very happy to see he retweeted me, which was very nice of him. So. Uh, but yeah, Die Hard Two. You should say it's actually it officially is, I believe, called Die Harder. Uh, which is amazing, uh, but yeah, not a not a great movie in most people's opinions. Anyway, what was number what was number two? Ghost was number two. Okay, 
Or they, they say uh, tie. Oh, no, no, those like, and then we had uh, followed up by Days of Thunder. Classic. Yeah. Classic. The Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Well, was that the was that the, just a re-release? Because that or the an, it the was animated? The, it was the the re-release. We've got, we've run into that a few times with these lists that I pulled up. Is that you know the the like a Snow White re-release or all these different re-releases? It's um, the, you know those are big money makers. Sure, sure. Okay. okay. We had uh, oh god, the Adventures of Ford Fairline. Ah, Andrew Dice Clay. That's that one. That is genuinely shocking to me that that placed anywhere box office wise. Like uh, I, it was, that, it was opening weekend. It's like a cult movie because of you know. Well, that was Andrew Dice Clay's like his peak. Yeah. Uh, like the oh man, is his comedy not held up? Good lord. No. no. Um, had more theaters than Ghost. Felt it felt by half half of that. So. Oh okay. Okay. Uh, you had Dick Tracy. That was week five of Dick Tracy. That was, uh, I don't know if it's hold, held up. I remember enjoying it. Yeah, we were uh, kids. You know, because that stylized look was very cool. I think it can uh, hold up because it, of the time period that it was, and it was just kind of cheese. But everyone yeah. and their mother was in that film. Oh, God, yeah. And, so. and many of them completely unrecognizable, like Pacino and all the villains, because they were these cartoonish villains with all kinds of prosthetics and, and yep. things. Like, they were totally unrecognizable. Uh Quick change, which not... quick Bill, yeah, Bill Murray, Randy Quaid, and Gina Davis. That was a that was actually a good movie. So there we go, and then you had Total Recall at number eight. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, another forty-eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jetsons the movie. I have no memory of that. Okay. Uh, RoboCop two. Were, okay, now there is a sequel. I will not make the argument that it was better than the first. No, but it was fine. It was uh, a decent sequel. It was fine. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. We had Ghost Dad. Okay, we, we'll skip right past that yeah. one. Um, uh, that was uh, the star. Yeah, we're not. Well, we won't discuss the star of that one. Uh, pretty, but but for, for anybody who doesn't know, he's famous for sweaters and pudding. Yes. But that is the that is the extent of what I will say about. It. We had Pretty Woman. Back to the Future Part Three. Betsy's wedding, which is a, that was Molly Ringwald. Okay, one of her one of her her few forays outside of the John Hughes world of, of teen comedies was Betsy's wedding. Yeah, that was week four. It didn't do great, let's be honest. Uh, and then we finally had Gremlins two. Nice, nice, yeah. uh, classic. I mean, now that that's another one where I very much would make the argument that I enjoyed it more than one. Mm. completely different movie like i mean different genre hell that was, was like the first comedy. one is the first one is horror the second one is straight comedy is it straight comedy or dark comedy ish uh it's okay dark comedy i mean kids dark comedy i think is the best way yeah to put it. yeah spe- spe- speaking of, um oh i'm sorry what was so is that oh, the no. top 10 that, or? that would be the top 16 oh wow wow we uh so the i i kind of skip right past it the reason i was in kansas i was visiting Ooh, yes. family okay my cousin and her husband uh shout out hank and Bree. they um they listen to this from time to time uh and their 11 year old daughter adelaide shout out um brie and i are the same age grew up um she is a diehard horror movie fan like we just she she's the one that got me to watch like shining and carrie for the first time all these horror movies right die hard um so she is getting her 11-year-old daughter into horror. 
Oh, but they're they're starting. They're, they're like dipping their toe in into like the lighter ones. They're yeah. she, she's they're not letting her watch the you know hostile torture porn and no. Eli Roth torture porn. These are like the you know the, the like won't let her watch The Exorcist, but would they did let her watch Carrie? Like right. you know those kind of things. And they especially love having her watch like the Gremlins. She's seen Gremlins. Okay. Um, but this week they went out of their way to pick uh, two titles. While I was there, they were doing movie nights each night that they wanted to watch. And the first one was a movie I had not seen in probably 30 years, but Ghoulies. Do you remember remember Ghoulies? I do remember Ghoulies. From 19, I believe, 86, uh, 85, 85. 85. 85. Okay. And now um, for anybody that doesn't remember it, it is kind of a hybrid horror comedy, sort of. But it was almost the comedy was more in how bad the horror was. Right. Like, I don't know how intentional the comedy was. Zero. Um, Zero intention. And it was about these creatures. It was like a, a, about like this cult leader who summoned creatures that started killing people. And um, upon first viewing, you would look at it and be like, okay, this is straight Gremlins ripoff. Like just a hundred percent of Gremlins ripoff, except that when you do some research into it, it was made before Gremlins. It was released after Gremlins, but made before. So it was not a Gremlins ripoff. It was just a weird coincidence that they both came out at about the same time. And then you had, uh, uh, to follow that one up, you had Critters after that. Yeah, crit- yeah. yep. And the Critters we, we debated watching last night, uh, but we thought the mood the mood from the horror movies the previous two nights, so we lightened it up and ended up watching Zoolander the third time. Oh, okay. And I will say that... Uh, Zoolander, the an eleven year old, just she adored Zoolander. She I had never seen her laugh that hard. So that comedy definitely translates to the younger folks. Um, but yeah, Ghoulies was uh, another thing about Ghoulies is not only was the plot like kind of a ripoff of Gremlins, there was a weird thing in it where um, uh, a young Mariska Hargitay is one of the main characters. She was a, she was nineteen years old at the time. And if you go back and even just pull up a photo of her from that movie, she is a dead ringer for Phoebe Cates. Mm. Like you would, you would not even now you would not think you would not see her on SVU and be like, you know what? Mariska Hargitay kind of looks like Phoebe Cates, but in 1985 she did and had the exact same eighties feathered hair that Phoebe Cates had in gremlins. So it was a weird additional coincidence right because i was watching it i'm like not only is this a knockoff of gremlins it looks like they're trying to knock off it looks like they're using a low rent bbk's and it turned out again made before that so it was just a weird coincidence oh my god i but then then the night two we decided to go with ghoulies four mm. we went straight from one to four because ghoulies did a weird uh very similar to the fast and furious franchise where numbers two and three are not technically canon in that the, the first one had, had its stars, none of whom were big. Right. Like Mariska Hargitay is the only person, if you look up the cast, the only person that you've ever heard of. Um, and actually, that's not true. The, the main villain was a guy named Michael DeBar, who I don't know if that name sounds familiar to you, Hugh. He was a rock star, a, a t- part-time actor, full-time rock star. He was the lead singer of the band Power Station, uh, which was originally the lead singer was um, uh, Robert Palmer. Robert Plant. No, Robert Palmer. Excuse me, Robert Palmer. He of uh, Addicted to Love, that Robert Palmer. Um, and... Uh, 
uh, Michael DeBar replaced him. They fame, they played Live Aid, so it was a very big band. Um, he was the villain, so I guess he was a big name. But then two and three were completely separate movies, like you know how Fast, Too Fast, Too Furious, and Tokyo Drift, how they like no longer had Vin Diesel, and Vin Diesel came back for four. That's what happened with Ghoulies, where the lead character was not there for two and three, came back for four. But the Ghoulies one and four were very similar to Gremlins, and that the first one was horror, even though it was bad horror. The fourth one, they were going for total camp. It was straight comedy. Uh, like, there was, they weren't even trying to make it scary at that point. The, uh, you know the funny thing? There was a 2015 Ghoulies made. Yeah, they, they they try to bring it like it's they try to bring it back like it's like this this whole you know you maybe know, it's a like, documentary the, series it it seems like it's like uh, Ghoulies from the Toilets to Terror the making of Ghoulies so they, they had a, that's okay that's that's funny you say that because Sam when I when I was Sam and I were talking about it the other day and that was her main memory from the movie Ghoulies and it is on the cover of the the like the the movie the the movie cover like the the DVD VHS cover is a ghoulie popping out of a toilet. Uh, so everybody remembers that from this creature coming out of a toilet, even though in the movie, it's not, re- it doesn't really happen in the movie. It's just, that's with a poster for it is what it's famous for. So when you see a reference to like toilets, that's why they say that. So it's funny that you started this and it, t- it started me down this uh, rabbit hole of like really crappy horror movies or not crappy, just like bad horror movies that are good and oddly entertaining. And it, it brought me back to one of my favorites, which was Puppet Master. I don't know if you remember this one. It's funny you say that. That is uh, that is one of my cousin's all-time favorite movies. I don't believe if she showed it to her daughter yet, but that is one of her all-time favorite movies. And and I don't believe she has shown it to her because we went on YouTube and went down a bit of a, a rabbit hole while we were watching these horror movies of looking up trailers for other horror movies. Right. And the if you go watch the trailer for Puppet Master... There's nudity in the trailer. Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. There's nudity and a lot of gory violence, which you don't tend to see in trailers. Um, but I was shocked by that. But yes, Puppet Master, classic. So I, I only say this because I'm like, there was a point in time where I'm like, I had seen Puppet Master 1, 2, 3 and left off on 4. I'd seen 4. And I knew there was a Puppet Master 5, but I could never find it in any VHS rental shop. And now I'm like, how the hell am I ever going to finish this? And then I'm like, oh, how many more have been made? And there was one made in 99 and uh, 2022, actually. there was. I, yeah, I remember the, the 2022 one. I haven't watched that one yet. But I'm like, I found, luckily, YouTube is an amazing thing. And there is the fifth one. I've been meaning to watch it. I wish I might watch tonight when I get some time. It, you know, a little a light, little light life hack for folks who are looking for trying to find absolutely terrible movies like the ones we're discussing. If you cannot find them streaming on Netflix or any of the other streaming services, go on YouTube. Because more often than not, the entire movie will be on YouTube. Yeah. Like that happens with a lot of like those terrible movies you can't find anywhere. Some enterprising young person just thought to upload the entire movie to, to YouTube. And generally, the, well, see, I think the reason that nobody ever gets sued for it or the movies never get pulled down from YouTube is how often the production companies that made these movies no longer exist. Oh, absolutely not. Like so many were made by, do you remember Canon pictures? Yep. Like that, that was, and if, if, if you, everybody will remember that logo. If you look up the Canon logo, it's, it was like, 
ubiquitous in the 80s. Like, you'll remember that. But that company no longer exists. So there's really nobody there to sue you. I'm sure somebody still has the rights, but nobody cares enough to pull it down from YouTube. Um, so, yeah, that's how I watched Side Out, the legendary beach volleyball uh, movie. Uh, that right. entire movie is on YouTube. Such a, such a classic. Uh, one, one thing that blew me away because we 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 just started to look up trivia, like you know, just the the go down the trivia about the movie Ghoulies was I was blown away. It was in a huge box office success, like not just a little bit of profit. It was a ton of profit. Really, no. uh, a fi- a five million dollar movie um, made thirty five million in theaters. Which, you know, 35 in 1985 to now is a $100 million movie. Um, and for a cheesy horror movie at the time, that's remarkable. Yeah, it's a huge hit. That's a huge uh, hit back in those days. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure it was on the tails of Gremlins because Gremlins had, you know, just Gremlins came out right before. And you'd have to look up. I don't know what the profit of Gremlins was, but I assume it did very well. So like a movie like Ghoulies, I'm sure profited off that. But I was blown away that it uh, it made that much, and that the uh, the the Rotten Tomatoes score for Ghoulies, not surprisingly, the critics score is a whopping eight eight percent. But the what's the critics score? The audience score is twenty percent. So by all accounts, that should be an absolutely terrible movie, but it still made a huge profit. And I would honestly, I would recommend it to anybody uh, who's looking for a, a good laugh. Not really a big scare. There's nothing really in it that's scary. But uh, highly enjoyable. So, yes. So, that, so basically, that's been my week is watching bad movies, eating good barbecue. That's been it. Yeah. So I don't know if you've have you been paying attention much to uh, things over on the other side of the pond, at all. Uh, which, scandal, which scandal in the BBC. I don't think so. Teen sex scandals. What is what happened? No. Oh no. So no, my, I have not. My name is now going to be uh, uh, recognized a bit, not in the best way. Um. <laughs> The singer, or no, you specifically? No, my the spelling of my name is. Oh, oh, yeah. What, 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 what happened? So um, there has been a lot of gossip and rumors from the Sun about a presenter having an affair with an underage person. Mm. I don't know much of the details. It just popped up. I saw the name Hugh Edwards, ah. my Hugh, spelling, and I'm like, oh, I was like, oh no, 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 no. No, and I'm like, what, what type of presenter? Uh, he was the one who announced the queen was dead. Like he's uh, a oh, so he's like a news person, yes, like not just news. okay. Because I I remember that what was it was it Jimmy Seville, uh, many years ago, like like well very very well known. Um, he was I think he like host. He was a he was an English English presenter that was like found out to be just a horrible pedophile. Oh. People didn't people it the, the, it didn't actually come to light until after he, he died. died. Yeah, there was a lot of those back in those yeah. days. Yeah, that happened quite a bit. Uh... That's um, so. It was how I mean, not that it matters, but how underage are we talking? Um, 
it's was approached by the first age twenty. Like it's not like I'm like teen would be like eighteen, I think, right now. Um, I'm doing a quick read through, but I'm like, it's just a might it might it might have been under eighteen, so I don't know. Was seventeen. Uh, contact mm. began when the young person was seventeen. So we're in. I mean, were any laws broken, or is this strictly like a? Uh, I mean, scandalous. Just it's scandal. Well, it's I mean, scandalous. Like, yeah. No, it's very scandalous, but it's not like crimi- criminally scandalous. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it's criminally like it's ruined career type bad. Oh, yeah, absolutely, as it uh, should. I don't like. I'm. I'm trying to catch up on the things. I'm like. I just saw the name, and I'm like, I have known that I'm trying to figure out if I follow him, because he's obviously... So now, so I might assume with a name like Hugh Edwards, is he Welsh? Uh, with that spelling, you would it's yeah. a safe assumption. One would, ass- one would assume. Yes. yes. So, yes, he is. Uh, it is, uh, well, we'll see, we'll see what comes up of it, uh... Uh, real quick while you're looking that up I should point out if you want any context as to where I'm what what area I'm driving through right now I just saw a let's go Brandon billboard oh it wasn't even it wasn't even an ad for anything it was a billboard that literally just said let's go Brandon Uh, um, so that's that's where I'm at Uh, anyway go anywho go ahead no no I'm like I'm gonna leave it be that Hugh Edwards had an affair and it was a very uh questionable age yes situation yes. That, that is um but it awful. wasn't child so uh, mm. it was child-esque well yeah and i hope i didn't mean to make light well, of it like oh 17 is not that bad it's bad it's i just bad. didn't know i didn't know if we were talking like 17 or like 10 yeah that's a 10 you know? 10 bad bad yeah yeah i'm not saying 17 is good I'm just saying. No, it's no. just like one of those weird ones. Uh, like it's not even a weird one. It's not. And it, he's 61, and I'm like, oh no. Yeah, no. Yeah. And I go like, none of this is good. I'm just like, it was, it was, like it had been posted in the sun, and it was kind of like the, you know, the affair that happened that you saw the other day that like some celebrity had an affair while they were in Wales, and everyone like. Uh, was trying to say it was Rob McElhaney and mm-hmm. uh, what's his wife's name? Why am I blanking on her? K- Caitlin Olson. But they were uh, both like making better, fun b- of it. Better known as Mac and D from uh, It's Always Sunny. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they they came out with some actually really funny lines about it, and it, it basically not being true. Right. Uh, and they and it's still possible it was. Yeah. The the it, it started as a Dumois post where I don't know how familiar you are. Demois. You, it's a. You um, brought me on to that one before. About, yeah, uh, it's a. It's a. Certain... It's, an, it's a. It's a. It's a celebrity like scan. You know, it's it's an anonymous celebrity gossip site. I think she. she yeah, she started as like a. It might have been started as a Twitter account or a TikTok account or something. Uh, and it's it's nobody knows exactly who it is. She's kind of mysterious. We know it's a woman who runs it. Right. Um, but it's kind of mysterious, and her whole thing is that people send her anonymous tips about like these celebrity scandals and she reposts them, but she even acknowledges that she's not a journalist and she acknowledges she does no additional research. So if you send her a tip about like, say, um, 
two star like i believe the 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 post that she did was like two um a, a, a beloved married couple from a popular long-running sitcom are separating they you know and it's, it's a blind it's a blind item so they never mentioned them by name or the show by name but there was a, a comment that kind of made you think that's they mentioned whale so of course you think rob mccallany because he owns you know the Wrexham football team and he's in Wales a lot. Mm. But this, this woman who runs the doesn't do anything to, to confirm <clears throat> or anything. So it could just straight up be a rumor. Uh, and she, so she wipes her hands of it. So nobody knows if it's true. And Rob McElhaney and Caitlin Olson both um, made jokes about it. Mm-hmm. And everybody, there's like one of those kind of beloved couples. Like, even if you don't know them, like, even if you don't know, it's always sunny, but you know, you know, the characters of Mac and D and it's just one of those beloved couples that people would genuinely be upset if you found out they broke up. Uh, and uh, as, as I was. So hopefully, I'm hoping that's not true. Yeah, eh, we'll see what happens. It'll, always, it'll make its way out when it makes its way out. It happened to Mr. Spacey. I remember that one. Uh, yeah. I saw that he his he's currently his trial's going on right over there across the pond. Uh, I don't know where. Yeah, he's yeah he's he was. I don't believe he's going to be charged. Or at least the original um, accusations in the in here in the states were uh, was were made by the actor um, Anthony Rapp. Mm. Uh, you know, famously of uh, you know Broadway. He's you know he he was in the original cast of Rent. Um, I, I know him more, but he's more beloved to me because he was in the movie Adventures in Babysitting. Uh, but he, he was the first major accusation against Kevin Spacey. But they a grand jury decided there was not enough evidence to even bring charges. So Kevin was never actually tra- charged here. Um, but he was charged many times in England. Right. Because, and he, I guess he, he did a number of plays on the West End in London. And he was charged by several different men for sexual assault. I believe it was. It ended up being eleven counts of sexual assault by four men, four different men, and those charges were brought. And he's currently on trial for all of them. Um, so, and if if I, you know, they have different laws over there, obviously. But I believe I saw if he if he's found guilty of any number of these charges, like not even all eleven, but any combination of charges, he will go to prison for quite a long time. Um, Oh yeah. So who knows? Who knows? I don't know. But yeah, his. I'd say. I mean, his career is done anyway. There's no. He. He seems to be under under this delusional idea that if he's he's acquitted of these charges, he's going to be welcomed back with open arms. Which maybe he thinks that because so many actors have been, like you know, Johnny. Again. Well, there's levels. Johnny Depp has not been accused of these terrible things that uh, Spacey has been accused of. Yeah. But Johnny Depp was very much welcomed back. Uh, seemingly, it seems like Johnny Depp's back. I don't know. Um, but I can't. I can't see Kevin Spacey getting a lot of roles going forward. Mm, uh, may, no. Maybe. Uh, you know. Maybe. Uh, who knows? No, I don't. I don't. I don't see that. Uh, you know, it's like this whole. I'm not even going to call it cancel culture. I'm, I'm just so sick and tired of, like, the use of that. I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be canceled. I'm like, shut the... F- you can't be canceled when you're nothing. Um, and even then, if, like, you're Louis C.K. and you masturbate into a plant, you go away for a while, you come back, and they take you back anyway. So, you know, we don't have the memory 
I'm like, I don't care for the guy anymore. I'm like, I won't, I wouldn't, like, not like I go to, like, massive comedy shows to begin with. I'm just like, yeah, I'm all right. Uh, go ahead. The, 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 the reason that you know cancel culture isn't a thing is because we're still talking about these people. Yeah. Like, I wish cancel culture were a thing, so oh. I would not have to hear about um, the gentleman who's starting Ghost Dad anymore, even though his name pops up from time to time. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know and, what? Um, then we wouldn't have to talk about Elon Musk and uh, Mark Zuckerberg and the penis, the, the dick measurement that, you know, uh, what was it? Elon asked uh, Zuck to do. And, uh, yeah. Did you see? I, I This is one thing I did catch when I when I briefly went on Twitter. The the photos that Zuckerberg posted of himself, where he's training with, um, oh yeah, he's, he's training with two like really big name MMA fighters. Um, I can't recall their names after uh, all the top of my head. I think one of them is a, uh, I think he might be, oh, his last name is Volkanovski, I think, uh, but he's actually he's actually Australian, but he has a very Russian name. Uh, um, Volkanovski, Alex Volkanovski. Yeah. Yeah, it's a name that you'd hear and you'd think that's got to be Polish or Russian, but he's actually Australian. Yeah. Um, and then another guy named Israel something or other. Ad, but like, the, they're Ad, well, they, yeah, they're very well-known MMA fighters who decided they wanted to throw their hat in the ring to train Zuckerberg in case this fight happens. So Zuckerberg posted some photos of himself with these fighters, and Zuckerberg is jacked. Yeah. I was not. I, I knew he was in shape because of you know he's. He's been getting into jujitsu and shit recently, but I was not expecting a six pack from Zuckerberg. That kind of caught me off guard. Yeah, um, yeah he. Uh, they're, they're, they have. I mean, he's still he's still like Elon still has like fifty pounds on him, so it would not be a fair fight. I don't care how jacked you are, you're still going to lose to somebody fifty pounds heavier than you, um, and, and has like a five inch height on you. You're not that. I don't care how how great you are size does matter like i think it was wasn't it mike tyson who famously said that weight classes exist for a reason mm-hmm. like that's that there's a reason for that um but yeah i i mean i i think it'd be i think people are pulling for the really rooting for the fight to happen because we just want to see both of them kick each yeah we want to see them both lose like both to just to beat the shit out of each other and both lose oh that would that would be fantastic Let's, I, I was like, I'm, I'm looking at the how Threads versus Twitter compares. Uh, oh yeah, that was another thing I was discussing with Sam yesterday. Is that I? It's my understanding, and I've not been on it at all. That Threads has kind of improved from last week. Is that true? Um, it's. I have my issues with it. Uh, search. It's getting better. Like my algorithm is working to. to that that was the issue. I don't favor. recall if we had record. Had we record? No, we had not. No, we, we had, had not, not recorded yet because we discussed last week that it was going live soon. Like it was supposed to go live on Thursday, the day after we recorded. It was the day the pod came out. Yeah. And it was so we discussed how it was going to be released the next day, and then Zuck ended up, you know. Doing pulling a fast thing. one on everybody and, and releasing it later that night. Um, and it blew up. It, it's like, it was the fastest growing app in like ever in his, of ever. I think it got like 200 million users within a few days. Yeah. Uh, got 10, million, big, 10 million followers in an hour. Yeah. And part of that, a lot of that had to do with the, e- how easy it was to, to join because, because all of your info was just, was migrated over from Instagram. Like, if you download threads, it flat out asks you, do you want to just move all your info over? 
Yeah. So it, it moves all your picture, not pictures, but all your, your bio, your, your friend list, the people you follow, it just, it just moves them straight over. So you don't, there's very little work you have to put into it. Unless, you, um, unless you're me and you're like, oh, I'll use my secondary account. And you get all the text messages being like, wait, is this a fake account or is this you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that popped up on mine. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Exactly. I had like, I had like a, not a recommended for you, but it's like a people you might know. And it yeah. was Hugh Lewis. And I looked at it and I saw the a couple, you know, it says the few people that follow you. Yeah. It's me. And then, you know, it's my yeah, it was people I knew. Yeah. It was people I knew. And I'm like, should I be? following this account that i clicked on and it was like 12 followers with no posts i'm like okay this is this is probably an account he doesn't use yeah that's essentially what it is so if anyone's out there it's just hugey lewis it's my twitter account essentially and uh we've hit that time date to get out of here so Uh, we're gonna end it on that note time flies when you're driving in the middle of nowhere no i'm happy to have filled the void we only had a couple little uh spaces there where you kind of zoned out okay It was just me repeating the, the, the points. So well, you know what? I'm in, I'm honestly impressed and shocked with that. Because literally, like I said, when you're in the... Oh, I'm, I saw another Trump billboard. Of course. Uh, there, there you go. Yep. 